I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. It's never too early to start looking at next week's NFL line. This is The Look Ahead with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin hour number two of The Look Ahead, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds coming at you from Circus Sportsbook in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to have a final here in a second that we're going to get to. But we had a final earlier, game one of Super Wildcard Weekend on a Sunday. That was down in Dallas. Didn't go very well for the home team. Cowboys get whooshed by the Packers. What was it, 48-32? After a while, you just kind of forget what the score is because you know the Packers at 48 and this thing was done a long time ago. And now they're going to move on, and they're going to take on the San Francisco 49ers who have had essentially two weeks off. Because if you go back to the finale in the regular season against the Rams, which still had some importance, obviously, for the Rams at the time, you played Sam Donald, rested a lot of your guys, he didn't win the game, didn't really matter. Now here come the red-hot Green Bay Packers. I'm seeing 10s out there for San Francisco. And for my money, a pretty high total, 50 and a half, is what I'm seeing out there, which... And I get it what the Packers did today, putting up 48 by themselves. Cowboy defense is not the Niners defense. There will be a, a difference there. I do not think the, the Packers will have the coaching. Like Joe Barry had a coaching edge today, and Matt LaFleur seemed like he had a coaching edge over Dan Quinn. At first blush, when you see 10, 50 and a half, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah look, certainly a big number, but I did mention uh, – Double-digit favorites have done very well, very well. Uh, uh, over the uh, since 2010. I think 11 and four uh, is the number. So we're going to see uh, this this populate here momentarily uh, uh, as uh, we are about to get a final score. How about a uh, longest losing streak in NFL history? Nine-game postseason loss now broken. The Detroit Lions, the first postseason wow. win since 1991, and we'll get into the specifics yep. later in the program, and especially when we get uh, uh, Michael Duarte uh, on the show and really do the postmortem on this. But now, with Dallas out as the number two seed, 
It is going to be Green Bay at San Francisco and Detroit going to host a playoff game. How about in, that? In, on divisional uh, round or uh, in uh, divisional round weekend uh, because uh, they'll host Phil- the winner of Philadelphia, Philadelphia and Tampa. is the four or excuse me the five. Tampa is the four. So Detroit uh, uh, going to have home field at least to the NFC Championship game. That's assuming the Niners don't get upset, but. Uh, yeah, I I haven't I haven't done much with this because because the matchups are are kind of fresh here. Yeah, Green Bay obviously on a roll and they got to have tremendous confidence. But I think that the 49ers, I think this bye week was good for them just to get a little bit healthier and rest Christian McCaffrey. Remember, they did not play them against the Rams. No, uh, at at all. So McCaffrey gets rested, Debo gets rested, Brock Purdy. So. Trent Williams, Trent Williams is really the key, I, th- I think, oh, yeah. to be read to keep him healthy. But, you know, that, that that's what uh, the 49ers uh, were certainly able to do. So this is a rested team. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this yet. I know that that's a high number, but that doesn't immediately make me uh, run towards the underdog here. It doesn't. And again, Green Bay, they, they've been basically in playoff mode now for three straight weeks because they had to win their last two. Right. To get in, and then the last one was a game that you know the, the popular dog was the Bears plus three last Sunday, and that didn't get home. Was the you know it was seventeen nine, wasn't dynamic, and then maybe they exhaled a little bit. They get in, and we've got to have to start looking at Green Bay a little bit. Look at the do- job that Lafleur is doing as the head coach, because now it's there's no Aaron Rodgers, and you know it's so easy to say, well, this guy did it with that guy. Well, now that guy's doing it with somebody else. He's doing it with Jordan Love. And I watched, and I watched this team intently throughout the year. I mean, they have receivers and receivers and more receivers. And Christian Watson has basically not been healthy almost from the jump. And he got back into action today, but still is not close to being himself. And yet, they, they just don't miss a beat. I mean, Wes, they got two, two tight ends they can attack you with. They can spread you out with four or five wide. They've got Aaron Jones, obviously, who looks like a difference maker again as a running back. I'm not saying that the Niners' defense is in trouble against this, but this is going to be a really, I don't want to say elite offense, but it is dynamic. It was dynamic today in Dallas. They do whatever they want. And if they don't get pressure on Jordan Love, the Cowboys could not pressure him. If they don't get pressure on him, they're going to move the football up and down the field. I mean, that's one thing. If you don't pressure love, I think you're going to have a long afternoon. And it's going to be a challenge for that Niner defense. But conversely, you would think the Niners offense should be able to push around this Packer defense. Yeah, yeah, I certainly think so. I think, uh, you know, heavy, heavy dose of the run. And, uh, you know, that's really, that's really, I think, what you got to do uh, against this Packer defense. They're not as good against the run so you know you have to be able to do that now dallas wasn't able to take advantage of that really today because they got behind so early yep. and that's why uh, uh you only saw uh, tony pollard have 15 carries for 56 yards uh so dallas uh you know Dak threw had to throw it 60 times and and only could run at 25 but i think the 49ers certainly they're going to be more balanced uh we know cal shanahan one of the best coaches in the league in terms of the script you know, the first 10 or 12, 15 plays, however much, however many plays are on the script, he's very good at that. And that's why you see San Francisco score so frequently on the first drive. It seems like almost every single time. Uh, so 
Yeah, I, I think the 49ers are, are going to get the running game going early, you would think, against the Packers. Uh, uh, Packers are going to attract money, though, because this is going to be double-digit, and betters are going to bet what they see last. So it would not surprise me to see this number. And, and look, once it reached 10, we saw it uh, go to 9.5. It's obviously not up at, at very many books. I think a, just a couple faraway stores yep. uh, had a price up per my Don Best screen. But that's why you've seen that. So I would not be surprised to see a lot more nine and a halves than I would tens early on. You know, a lot of times you look at, I look at the coaching matchups a lot. And I was wrong. I thought a lot of those would favor the Cowboys today. Certainly Dan Quinn, I thought would favor him and against Matt LaFleur. That did not play out that way. You know, when you look at Kyle Shanahan, and again, I was with Kyle under his father, Mike Shanahan, back in his Washington, D.C. days as a young coach on that stop, staff with Sean McVay. And with Matt LaFleur, like people forget that too. So when McVay and Shanahan go head to head, everybody goes back to those Redskins days and say, well, they know each other so well. So does LaFleur. He was on that staff as well. So I wonder if the coaching advantage that Shanahan normally has against people is mitigated to a degree when you're taught by the same guy and that guy being Mike Shanahan. Do you think there's anything that, because LaFleur, proximity, knowing they know each other so well, that that is a different feel than, say, going up against a Mike McCarthy or somebody yeah, else? Yeah, certainly certainly could be. I, I think, uh, you know, you got to be game plan specific and obviously do different things. You know what, you know what the principles are going to be. So I think, uh, you know, you got to think Joe Barry and the Packers defensive staff at least are somewhat well-schooled on this 49er offense, that doesn't mean they're going to stop it though, because this team can execute Yeah, and you know, they can run the ball. They have depth at all the positions you talk about having receivers and receivers Well, the 49ers have offensive skill players, offensive skill players, offensive skill players, because they, they, they have McCaffrey, uh, they have Mitchell, they have Ushek, they can use Kittle who's often the forgotten man. How about that? They have Debo, uh, they have Ayuk, so they can attack you in so many, in so many different ways. So, yeah, this is going to be a huge step up, uh, I think, for the Packers. Even though Dallas's offense was terrific all season, the 49ers just have a different dynamics, and they can control the clock a little bit better. And th this is certainly uh, going to be a step up for the Packers. Again, I never root for anybody to lose their job. I don't tell any coaching staff what they should do, but the popular sentiment was Joe Barry's going to be out as the D.C. in Green Bay. Once the season ends. And then all of a sudden, he and his defense turn in three really good performances. Go back to the Minnesota game, where I believe they were basically pick them one-point dogs in that pivotal game at that juncture of the season with two weeks left to play. And they have a dominating defense of performance. They go, oh, it's Jaron Hall's starting quarterback. Well, you know what? They can't play who's – they can't tell you who's going to play quarterback on the other side. They can only stop that team. Then they go up against – Justin Fields and the Bears, and everybody loved the Bears, and the Bears moving the football, and they held them to nine points, Joe Barry. And then today in Dallas, and I know you're going to see all those numbers for Dak and what it was, 60 attempts and all mm -hmm. that. Those are all hollow stats where Joe Barry's giving up everything underneath and let's just run clock and get out of here. Their defense the last three weeks, quiet as kept, has been really good for Green Bay. Now, can they, if this is going to be the ultimate challenge because I think the best two teams and I don't think it's necessarily close to this stage is Baltimore and San Francisco for a reason right and we saw that on display when they played in that Sunday night game at the end of the regular season 
if you're Joe Barry, what do you try to take away? If there's like, okay, I can take away X, and if they beat me with Y and Z, so be it. Is that McCaffrey? If you try to slow down, and he's the toughest one I think to take away uh, behind this uh, 49er offensive line, uh, which I uh, look. I think is a better run blocking unit than a pass blocking unit. Trent Williams certainly masks a lot of those deficiencies in terms of uh, pass protection, but yeah, look, I think, I think now that you're a little bit more healthy in the secondary, you got, you got to try to take away that passing game. It's like, you know, I'm more comfortable with, uh, you know, I'm thinking McCaffrey's going to get his, but you know, let Brock Purdy beat me. Right. Can he beat me? And look, he's beaten a lot of, a lot of teams this year. So uh, I, I would trust, uh, you know, that I don't want McCaffrey to beat me, but I'll let Brock Purdy beat me. I think it's, a, it's an excellent way that you have to think about game planning, and I think that's exactly right. And I remember the third quarter of this Cowboy-Packer game today, I was saying, hey, Dan Quinn, take away Aaron Jones, and if Jordan Love beats you over the top, before I can give a, get the thought out of my head, Jordan Love beats him over the top. There's certain things you're going to have to live with. And if Brock Purdy does that to you, and I know it's Brock Purdy and the MVP caliber season for the majority of it, I think you can live with that if you're Joe Barry. If you get beat by Brock Purdy over the top and Debo and Ayuk and all those, and Kittle, so be it. But you cannot let Chris McCaffrey beat you next week. Again, that's 10 and 50 and a half. Come on back. The final wild card game of this night is over. We'll discuss it next here in the Lookout. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Look Ahead with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network. We continue The Look Ahead, Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds here. Our Super Sunday action is over. Detroit! That's a shout-out to... Um, oh, Huey Ms. Lewis. In Cleveland. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Detroit! Detroit! Very the, uh, Hello, Detroit. You've won my heart. Also in the greatest movie of all time, Karate Kid. Hey, Mr. Miyagi, would you get these cars from Japan? Detroit! <laughs> <laughs> the Lions get a win 24-23 
over the Rams. Well, talk about like, again, as a Cowboy backer, it's kind of easier when you get your butt kicked and you go, well, we just lost in so many different phases of the game. We didn't deserve to win. Yes. You're a Rams backer tonight. You might not have that same feeling. So Detroit gets to win 24-23. Now, look, cash those tickets. We had the Rams plus three. I was on that side. I was on the over. Did not think that was going to come up short. It does. Only nine total points in the second half. Wow. To yeah, stay under. yeah that's, a, that's a tough beat if, if you had the over here. I think the second half uh, total was actually juiced the over at 27. So wow. it was like, this is going to be a shootout. So uh, never necessarily panic. Uh, just ride it off as a loser and get pleasantly surprised. So, uh, uh Hello, Detroit. You've won my heart. I, I can't sing it like Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, <laughs> famously did. But uh, uh, Detroit has advanced. And uh, by the way, we have their time. And uh, let me just go ahead and start with yep. Saturday and then the Sundays. We all we already have time for the games. We don't know the matchups necessarily. We know Saturday early afternoon, 430 Eastern, 130 Pacific. Uh, Houston back in that time slot again, either going to face Baltimore or Kansas City. That's an ESPN ABC television broadcast and then the late game on saturday night is a fox broadcast that's green bay and san francisco saturday night uh sunday uh, afternoon is going to be detroit on uh nbc slash peacock uh, if you didn't if you didn't cancel it uh uh philadelphia and the tampa bay winner will play detroit at three o'clock eastern 12 pacific on sunday january 21st and then the late game sunday night 6 30 eastern 3 30 pacific is either going to be Kansas City at Buffalo or Pittsburgh at Baltimore on CBS. Uh, if you're watching on Peacock and not on NBC and you're a live better, I would advise you not to do that. Yeah, yeah, that that's the, that's the hard part of it because, uh, yeah, the Peacock was getting dragged, which it, it's not a bad little service. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm pro big sporting events being on actual television. And not on the streaming service. Yes. Uh, So whether it's Peacock or Netflix or Amazon Prime or Apple TV, whatever it is, I like it just being on my my regular channels, Dave, my regular (laughs) networks. Preach. So Detroit's going to get that home. By the way, so that loss to the Cowboys does not bite them. With the Cowboys losing today, it enables Detroit now to guarantee that home playoff game again next week. And again, they're going to play the winner of this Tampa Bay and Philadelphia game we'll talk more about. But for today's game, as we kind of put a postmortem on the AFC teams from from yesterday and the Cowboys from earlier today, now we can do that with the Rams. And I thought Matthew Stafford, to say it was a gutty performance would be the understatement. He was great. He was really, really good once again as a Super Bowl champion quarterback would. 25-36, 367. Yeah, outgained Detroit by almost 100 yards. Inside the numbers, you would feel like this is a game the Rams kind of let slip away. What For those that didn't see at the end of the game, Rams had the ball third and four in long field goal range for Brett Maher, but in range, mm-hmm. down one, the final score, 24-23. A holding penalty backs them up right to the 40. And they've got third and 14. And it's an incomplete pass at that point. Now you got fourth and 14. They burned two terrible timeouts yes. earlier in the half. So they only had one timeout remaining, and Sean McVay punts, punts. Yeah, and and look, I, I know I know it's fourth and fourteen uh, at, at that point. But you got a guy that's throwing for three sixty-seven. Exactly. You trust Matthew Stafford because the field position doesn't really matter at all that much. I mean, it, it, because 
I believe that made the uh, the Lions start the drive on the 17. It doesn't matter because no. all they got to do is get a first down because you have one timeout, essentially, and, and you have the two-minute warning. So essentially it's two, but burning those timeouts was, I think, what cost the Rams this game because fourth and 14 with 4.15 left to go. With one timeout. Man, 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 you can't punt. You can't Not on their side it. of the field. You can't do that. Cannot. And, and you know, we weren't able to say it at the time because, obviously, we rerun re, re, re this show. That's and, right. You know, this isn't as much of a live betting show as some of our other programming at night. But we wanted to say it. We wanted to say it, like, right there, man. Like, you can't punt. You can't punt. But they did. Here's <laughs> a guy that's in. glad that Sean McVay punted. Congratulations, Derek. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Game, we were game just as, he was we were like, that's, just a great, that's a great decision that Sean McVay elected to We were just talking punch. about the Lions holding on to get that win. Derek Stevens, of course, CEO here at Circus Sportsbook. Fabulous win for Detroit. Happy for those guys to be able to get that win. And it, it is. It's like if you're a Rams backer, you're kind of going, this is baffling. That, look, if you don't get it, it's first and 10 Detroit at their own 40. And the same scenario holds. You still have to get a stop to get the ball back. So it's it's one of those situations you go, hey, if I got all three, okay, I can make that that judgment, Sean McVay. You cannot punt that football there, and they did. Like these are the type of things. And Sean McVay is an offensive genius. I think Sean McVay did a great coaching job yeah. this year. But these are the type of things that if Mike McCarthy had done that, they'd hang him from the Twitter gallery. Here, here, here's the thing, Dave. Uh, you have a lot of guys that are very, very sharp minds at both the college and the NFL level in terms of scheming in terms of play designing man they're brilliant Sean, Sean McVay is very smart he absolutely at doing is. that and we saw that uh with, with my guy who I defend who is now a uh, roll tide uh the new Alabama head coach Kalen DeBoer a couple you know uh, a couple weeks ago at that sugar bowl yeah it's like man that's the hardest thing to to I think master as a head coach when uh, to go you know easy to learn what they say about poker uh, a few minutes to learn but a lifetime to master Clock management apparently is a lifetime to master. And, you know, you just saw you saw it bite the Rams tonight. Because I thought the Rams probably, if you look at the box score, oh. it's like, man, they were the better team. They, it I, I'm not felt saying like that it. in front of the folks that just came in, in, into our studio here. Uh, you know, this is a, hey, restore the roar, man. But, oh, uh, yeah. You know, but I thought the Rams were the better team. And, and they do cover the number, That's by right. the way. Pass those uh, tickets. But, uh, uh, do not get the victory. So it is, uh, hello, Detroit. You've won my heart. They are going to be hosting the winner of tomorrow night's game. And, you know, again, on the Detroit side here, so while we, we say goodbye to the Rams as they're done for the rest of the year, 10-7 and 7, uh, in that regular season, golf was pretty good too. 22-27, 277, one touchdown, no picks. So, again, like the Dak Prescott bugaboo today cost the Cowboys dearly in that first half. Nobody made that mistake, and that's why it plays out as tight as it was. And it's an, one of the oldest cliches in sports, but it's probably one of the truest. And that is those who win the turnover battle generally, especially in the postseason, are going to end up on the right side of the ledger. No turnovers in this game. And it plays out exactly the way the odds makers had it playing out, which was a very tight line. Three to the Rams here. So if you had Detroit money line, you survive that. If you had the Rams plus the three, you, you win that. But – Detroit's going to have to play even better, I would think. Now, look, their opponent, oh, yeah. their opponent's going to be Philadelphia or Tampa Bay. I know, they're and, and the be, market hates both of these teams based on how it's been bet. So they're probably going to be five, six-point favorites regardless. Oh, oh certainly, and, and, and might even be a little bit more than that because, look, 
you're seeing a Philadelphia team that's now right right here behind us at Circus Sports, minus two and a half, minus a dollar twenty. The other threes in the market, there are very few flat threes. They're all three with juice to the underdog. Uh, remember, I, I have I have Tampa Bay tied to a Houston teaser mm. uh, from Saturday. Uh, and uh, look, neither of these teams exactly <gasps> excuse me, you know, playing great into the playoffs. And the Lions. That 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 Fubar oh boy. at the end of the game against the Cowboys ended up maybe being the best thing for him. It is odd because even the Rams, they came back in that meaningless game against the Niners, and it changed which team went where. And for a second, as a Cowboy backer is breathing a sigh of relief, the Rams aren't coming to AT&T. We get the Packers. And lo and behold, now, hindsight being 2020, you wish it was the other way around. If you're a Cowboy backer and the Rams are out and the Packers are the dangerous team that move on. So, so many moving parts here, but for Detroit, I do feel better about this with all the controversy over the way the game ended in AT&T that didn't bite them. It didn't cost them at all. They got the playoff game today. They won at home. They're going to get another home playoff game against Tampa Bay or Philadelphia. So the Lions survive. The Rams go home. We're going to get Green Bay against San Francisco. And then again, the, the winner of tomorrow night, it does feel like we're headed for Detroit, San Francisco, mm-hmm. NFC title showdown, I don't know that we saw that coming five, six months ago. But but you don't want to you don't want to get too hasty nope. though. Uh, you know you don't want to be uh, have the Lions be a winger headed for a heartbreak. Winger power, great power battle. Wow, what a hairband! Winger, by the way, uh, lives right here in Las Vegas. Really? Yes. So we'll find out who their opponent's going to be. But Dan Campbell and those guys celebrate tonight, just like Derek Stevens is celebrating here at Circa. Okay, when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about that tomorrow night tilt in the NFC to see who Detroit's going to get. Will it be the Eagles or will it be the Bucks? That's next here in the look at. This is The Look Ahead with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. The complete PGA Golf betting show with weekly insights and analysis from every tournament from our Las Vegas experts. Have you heard of these guys? Wes Reynolds, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin? They're going to give you insight for every single tourney. VEASAN sports betting experts and golf and casino industry guests do appear on a regular basis. Check out Long Shots, VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your pop. So both you and I just had to uh, relive our betting horrors for today. Oh if you listen to that Long ah! Shots program, uh, uh, Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin, uh, hat tip to them. They had Russell Henley, who was in the mix, actually, and uh, ends up uh, just one out of the playoff. I had Keegan Bradley who wow. did make the playoff and uh, loses, by the way, and 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 not to Benny on, Grayson Murray makes a bomb for Birdie. Uh, uh, gosh, it had to be 30-plus feet. Ben on misses a four-footer that would have continued the playoff. So Grayson Murray, who I believe was as high as 400-1 to one, uh, here in town. And it's so ironic, too, Dave, because – Remember Rory McIlroy in those meetings? Grayson Murray said something, and oh, Rory yeah. had said, Why play better. Play better. That's who he said it to. Well, he did, and and Rory uh, had his own uh, snafu today, blowing the Dubai Invitational, put oh, the, ball in the, putting the ball in the creek on, on 18. 18. 
Yes, and uh, and Tommy Fleetwood uh, said thank you very much and uh, goes ahead and win in now his hometown of Dubai. So I just had to relive that. You had to relive, of ah! course, the horror on the highlight shows here with the uh, uh, Dallas and Green Bay, the uh, horrible throw by Dak right <sighs> into the arms of uh, Darnell Savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. It was ratchet. Yes. <laughs> of course, that uh, from uh, Megan Thee Stallion, uh, the Savage uh, song. Uh, very quickly, uh, and again, uh, shout out to you guys. You do a great job each and every week in the Long Shots crew, breaking down the PGA Tour and the other tours as well. And when I say the other tours as well, I get the sense that Roars has made his amends, made his peace with the new the NWL Golf, as I said all last year, is coming. And he mentioned a global tour. Are we getting there, Wes? Are we, we going to get to that point where we, we're going to? We may be. We may. We may be. Obviously, a lot to a lot change of things, here. Yeah. A lot. A lot. A lot of things going on in golf. But uh, Matt Kelly and I will be back. Uh, we have the American Express oh. next week in Palm Springs. Uh, of course, uh, very good field, by the way, next week in Palm Springs, and then uh, around the world with Russ Reynolds when we go across the pond and talk about the DP World Tour Dubai Desert Classic, where. Uh, one Rory McIlroy, the aforementioned Rory McIlroy defending champion. So, again, check out the Long Shots podcast. Shout out to the First Strike crew as well. We're back UFC 297 next week, so we'll be breaking down all of those fights as well. Again, wherever you get your podcasts. we got two more fights in the NFL. They're going to happen tomorrow to wrap up Super Wild Card Weekend. Of course, the Steelers and the Bills will, will do battle in that game that was postponed 24 hours uh, in Orchard Park. But the other one hasn't moved, and that's the Eagles and that's the Bucks. But... While the line has subtly moved from two and a half to three as the week went on, and we had John Jansen on. I hope you got to hear or listen in hour number one. I'm with John. I'm stunned that after the news of A.J. Brown came out, that not only was he not healthy and not practicing, now he's just not going to play, mm-hmm. that the number didn't move at all. Now, why is the resistance to you in the marketplace for money to come in on Tampa Bay to move that number down once that news of A.J. Brown, yeah. who I think he can make the case is their best offensive it, player. It moved a little bit because now we're seeing week threes out there. Uh, but I, I think a lot of it, too, is that you know, Tampa or uh, uh, Philadelphia has been bad. Yeah. And and uh, we referenced that with John Jansen. Uh, uh, since uh, week nine, I believe they are 31st in EPA per play defensively. They haven't been able to stop the run. They nope. haven't been able to cover. So – you know, you got to think Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield, uh, if, if you like props, maybe attack the uh, Kate Otten, the tight end, yeah. or maybe attack Mike, or, uh, or excuse me, Chris Godwin, who will catch a lot of balls over the middle. So that's where Philadelphia really struggles. Their linebackers covering over the middle. So that might be a way that I play this game. I already have, of course, Tampa on the teaser, but I don't have anything side or total as of now that can obviously change in the next uh, less than 24 hours, but... You've got a banged-up Philly team. We know A.J. Brown's out. Reed Blankenship, by the way, he is highly questionable. I ultimately think he's going to play Yeah, uh, a, gro- a groin injury for Blankenship uh, back there in the secondary. We know Sidney Brown, the other safety, he's already out for the season uh, with the uh, torn ACL. So, And Devonta uh, Smith is just coming back trying right, to get healthy. Right, just coming back from a foot. Darius Slay was battling a yeah. knee. De- DeAndre Swift has been ill over the past week or so. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a wounded team uh, Philadelphia is is bringing in. Uh, uh, Tampa, relatively healthy. Uh, just the guys that have been hurt, I think, uh, have been the ones that were hurt all season. So, yeah, 
Uh, yeah, you're seeing the number, Kovac. I certainly wouldn't disagree if you want to still tease this up. To, uh, you know, not Now you have to do it with, with next week's games, though, because Buffalo now out of teaser territory. Yeah. Uh, because uh, if this was nine, maybe you could tease it two, three. Now, I don't like to tease two numbers. I like to tease through numbers. But you probably have to tease it with something next week if any of the lines are going to be out. But right now, we only got one line out, and that's Green Bay and San Francisco. Nine and a half, so that's out of teaser protection range. But, yeah, I, I, I tend to think that this is going to be a lower-scoring game. That- I lean to the under at, at 43. I know the total so far, I believe, are two and two. Uh, because Cleveland, Houston went over, Green Bay, Dallas went way over, and then L.A., Detroit, and uh, Miami, Kansas City went under. But wild card card unders have been good historically. You know, and that's where I wanted to start because I said on this program yesterday on uh, Sunday Bet Prep, like I, I, I was confused as to why where, where the trap was in the under in the Chiefs and Dolphins game. And I know the Snovers, we we talk about those a lot. And I was like, it felt, felt like a dead under to me. It ended up staying under. I didn't play it because it kind of I was too nervy about it. It's the same way I look at this line here with the Buccaneers, or the total rather, at 43. It feels like a dead under to me. What am I missing? Why is that number not being posted at 39, 38, somewhere in there? For the Steelers and Bills? No, for the uh, Buccaneers and okay. Eagles. Because like, I'm with you. I lean under in this thing, and I'm going, what am I missing? Because I feel like this this is way too high. I feel like it's three or four points too high. Yeah, I, I kind of feel I kind of feel the same way, but when I start to feel that way, I'm right. like, oh. I, like, what am I missing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because these two teams did meet in Week Three. Now that was an eternity ago. That's right. Uh, uh, when they two met. different teams. So yeah, absolutely two different teams. But this was the uh, Monday Night Football game in Week Number Three, twenty-five to eleven. Philadelphia won down there in Tampa. I want to call it the Big Sombrero, but it's a different state. It's a different <laughs> right, stadium tore now. It down. But yeah, so I can't call it that anymore. But you know, it was twenty-five to three late, and Tampa got a late touchdown. Now Philadelphia didn't dominate immediately. They got out to kind of a slow start, yeah. and then you know, and then they were able to put it away in the second half. But I, I don't know. Maybe they're thinking, okay, Hertz is going to be better because a lot of it. Maybe people are getting deceived by what happened last week against the Giants, thinking that, oh, Philadelphia, they knew that Dallas was going to win in Washington, so they pulled oh, the starters. That's not true. That's not true They at were all. getting their butts beat. With their starters. Yes, they were getting their butts beat, so don't don't necessarily yep. think that. Uh, but, yeah, look, the, the, the uh, wild card under is historically pretty good. 43, like, of all the games that I thought that, that were priced when they opened uh, last Sunday, and we talked about them here right, right here on the look ahead, of all those games, I thought that this one was the one that was priced the, the most correct. Yeah. I really did uh, because these are two teams that you want to bet against, and now they're playing each other here. Me, the, the Tampa uh, uh, tease up was just because I'll take my chances that Philadelphia is going to win by 10 on the road. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that they are, but I think three is, is probably the right number, so nothing for me, just the teaser at this standpoint. Yeah, it's a question we asked John Jansen, too, covers the, the Eagles for uh, Fox Sports, the Gambler. Like, is there any shot that, that Sirianni comes out tomorrow and this looks like the Eagles of last year? Because because if you just go back a year ago to this time, they look like they couldn't be stopped offensively. Right. And now it's like, what has happened so quickly with well, this offense? Well, I mean, I mean are, are they a flip-the-switch team? Right. Can I, they I, do don't, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Based on – because, look, they started out so hot – 
they were they you know eleven eleven and one ten and, and one yeah and they're ten and one rather and then all of a sudden you know I think people looked at it and was like this team's been kind of fortunate they've won every close game I think they were seven and one and one score games yeah like they were this year's Vikings and then. They played San Francisco, and it's and like, one. okay, and then they got smacked around. Like, they should have – Philadelphia should have lost to Buffalo. Yeah. Should have lost to Kansas City. Should have lost to Dallas the first yes, time. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, I think Philadelphia now, the market has caught up with this team. Yeah. And I think laying three on the road is probably fair because, of course, the NFC South was arguably the worst division in the National Football League. Somebody had to survive the battle of attrition, and it was Tampa Bay. Yeah, it is fascinating. When you look back to that San Francisco game, when the Eagles were 10-1, and and the odds makers opened that 2.5 San Francisco, and it immediately got bet up to 3, 3.5. Right. And you're so like, I saw what? all the mainstream media is like, oh, what's going on? Right. What's going on? And that told you that the 49ers were the nuts in that game. You knew it, and if you didn't know it, you knew it after that game, that's for sure. And it's been a tailspin for the Eagles ever since. Okay, when we come back, Let's look at the bigger picture in the AFC at the overall conference odds. Obviously, the Ravens are the faves. We'll discuss next here in The Look At. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Look Ahead with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get unlimited access to our VEASAN.com slash picks page. I got a future ticket still out there, Wes Reynolds. Ravens to win the AFC plus 1250. Made it about eight months Good ago. Number. We're, we got a number, Wes. We got hope. So for more VEASAN Pro picks, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. The to look at is going to give you 10% off an annual subscription when you use the promo code LOOK. I had some other tickets that went up in smoke today in the futures market. The Cowboys to win the NFC. I had some good numbers on them. Uh, about 9-1 to one last. You know, I, I will, I'm i a big proponent of the futures market when they populate. 
Mm-hmm. Me, you, and, and Matt Humans did that special last year. Once those numbers came out, I, what was it, April? Yes. Uh, I mean, that's how During long ago. During the schedule release. Right. You can find some good value there. And in kind of that conversation, when we look at what we're going to see now in the AFC and where those numbers have populated and repopulated here, as we get down to the nitty-gritty, get down to the Final Four in the AFC, that'll be the, the fourth team will be determined tomorrow with Pittsburgh and Buffalo playing. But – Look, I got a, a great ticket on a team that I had uh, a lot of high hopes in, but it was all keyed on one thing. Could Lamar Jackson stay healthy for 17 weeks? That's it. It wasn't that I knew they were going to blow away the competition in the AFC North because that division is probably the best in football. I think it played out that way with three teams getting in the postseason, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Baltimore, of course, and Cincinnati losing their leader, Joey Bean, still. We're in contention for a playoff spot until the final weeks of the regular season. So there's more playing a number on a team that I think has elite talent, clearly has an elite quarterback, and now that quarterback's probably going to be a back-to-back, or excuse me, going to be a two-time league MVP when this thing's all said and done. Now, this is where the numbers have moved. I want to do it. This is before the games uh, came out. The Ravens were plus twenty now to win the AFC. And again, we don't know who their opponent is yet. They're sitting at home waiting in Charm City to see what's going to happen tomorrow in Orchard Park like everybody else. But after the early AFC games yesterday, the two games in the AFC, it hasn't moved that much. It's plus $1.15. And obviously the big the big mover was the Chiefs. They were 5-1. to one. They're now plus 340. And the Texans, they're the surprise. Before any play took place, they were 18-1. to one. Now they're plus 750. So they're the big, big, big money movers right. so far. And you can understand why, because it was a quote-unquote upset victory. They were two-and-a-half-point underdogs against Cleveland yesterday. Yeah, and and look, uh, we, we, don't, we obviously don't know either matchup uh, in the AFC. It's either going to be Pittsburgh going there or it's going to be Houston going there. And, you know, logic would tell you you don't want to play the team in your division That's because right. they're the most familiar with you. But... Would you maybe rather play Houston than Pittsburgh? This is assuming Pittsburgh upsets uh, Buffalo, of right. course, as 10-point underdogs tomorrow afternoon. Or would you rather play a team where it's like, okay, we got this Rook, who's who's better. This Houston team looks certainly more explosive than Pittsburgh, but they've never been in this situation before. Mm. And you got a Pittsburgh team that is at least a, a veteran team that – is familiar with Baltimore, and they just beat him. Now, granted, there's not too much you can take into that game considering Baltimore rested Lamar, rested a lot of the starters, because we even talked about that, previewing that before week 18. If Baltimore was at full health, they'd have been 10-point favorites. No doubt. They'd have been 10-point favorites over Pittsburgh. Uh, So I don't know if they're going to be that high against Houston. I think maybe they'll be – Somewhere in between seven and ten, so I'd say like eight, eight and a half, uh, perhaps with uh, Baltimore over Houston, because you know that that team that they played in 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 week one, obviously that was C.J. Stroud's first ever start in the National Football League. Right. So you know you can't really put I don't think too much stock necessarily in that. That was Baltimore, by the way, uh, uh, winning uh, twenty five to nine. Now, it was only 7-6 to six at the half, and then the third quarter happened, and Baltimore was able to put it away. Baltimore, by the way, laid 9.5 in that week one game, and this was a Houston team at the time that was expected. What was their season win total, like 6? So they were expected to go like 5-12 and 12 or 6-11. and 11. So 
I got to think you got to get at least a little bit of a discount here. So I'm going to say not that big of a discount. I think it's probably like eight, eight and eight and a half, somewhere around there. And I think if it's Pittsburgh, I think it's 10. I think you're exactly right. And and I the other team that I want to discuss here, the numbers didn't move dramatically, but I mentioned them in hour number one. It's it's the reigning defendings. It's the Chiefs. They were five to one before the weekend action began. This is remember, not to win the Super Bowl, this is to win the AFC. Okay. And now they go to plus three forty. Now it wasn't sexy. It was Miami limping in. Miami looked cold from the time they probably got off the, the, the bus and got to Arrowhead and they looked like they wanted to go home. If they play Buffalo next week, this is if if Buffalo wins, then Kansas City will be going to Orchard Park next week in that matchup. If the Steelers win again, it'll be Pittsburgh going to Baltimore. So either it looks like that is that matchup then, and and it'll be uh, Houston going to Kansas. Houston City. going to Kansas City. Yeah. So, well, obviously they'd much prefer that and get another home game at Arrowhead because then that number is really going to get shorted if that scenario plays out. But let me just throw caution to all the Bills backers out there, and I'm one of them, by the way. They're, they, Kansas City, will have two days extra rest if it is the Buffalo Bills because they played on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And this game's going to be tomorrow on a Monday. I know Buffalo doesn't have to travel, but your body doesn't get to make up that time that you lose. Right. And Kansas City is already resting, game planning, travel, all those things that they, they might have to do if they're going to be on the road here in Buffalo. I don't know what's the bigger advantage to be at home or to have the two extra days, but don't minimize those two extra days off that, that Kansas City's getting to get ready for Buffalo. Well, and look, we saw this game happen on uh, December 10th. Kansas City only a one-and-a-half-point favorite because that was Buffalo, I believe, right off the bye week. Uh, remember That game, I'm so glad you brought it up. If Kadarius Tony doesn't jump off sides. Kansas City wins that game. Bills aren't here. Bills aren't here. That is exactly the Despite point. Despite the fact that I would have them power rated like number three or number four overall, and this was before even any of this weekend's action happened. And what happens? Buffalo goes on a five-game streak. They win in Miami. They win the division. And they have the number two seed in the AFC. If you remember that game, 20-17 to 17 on December 10th, Kansas City, by the way, ended up closing as a one-and-a-half-point mm-hmm. favorite. Uh, actually outgained the Bills slightly, 346 Jeez. to 327, yes. despite the fact that they had the ball like 10 minutes less. But that's what it came down to, uh, that, that, that Tony play and just the Chiefs' own mistakes, really, in that game. Uh, Chiefs had two turnovers. Buffalo had just the one. But... Buffalo, yeah, they had to grind that out because Buffalo, that was the game after the bye week when they lost that game to Philadelphia that they should have easily won. No doubt. And so I, so they were 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. Their season uh, was on the brink. They were done. At that time. they were Their backs literally were against the wall where they had to win this game or they were done. They were going to be 6-7 and seven and, you know, having to hope for a whole mess of help uh, to even get in the playoffs. And, and that is the astounding thing. I, everybody else in the AFC is probably like, thanks a lot, Kadarius Tony. Right, and, and, right. The Chiefs, and the Chiefs themselves. But the, I'm so glad you went into those numbers because that's that's one thing I want people to remember. If the Bills win tomorrow, and everybody's going to feel good, feel good, especially if it's a double digit when they cover the number, I'll be really curious where that number opens against Kansas City. Maybe that flat number of five somewhere in that vicinity. I, I think that I think you'll get Kansas City money if it's five. Right? Uh, I would say this is going to be 
around uh, because you got to account for the fact what you mentioned that Kansas City is going to get a couple extra days of rest. Bills yeah. having to play on Monday. That's a in huge, the cold. Dis- a huge disadvantage. It, it absolutely is. So I, th- I think it might be a flat three. Woo! I think it might be a flat three. I would not be surprised if there were some two and a halves in the market. Wow! And that will be fascinating to see because we've talked about it a lot in this show, and it didn't play out against the Bills and against the Eagles. But sometimes when you get Patrick Mahomes as a short fave or a short dog, he's money. That's the play. He's that's, money. That's where you normally get. And, and look, this Kansas City team is not, you know, last year's Chiefs, obviously, right. that seem to be a better team. This team still is a top five power rated team. They're still top 10 in both offense and defensive DVOA. Also top 10 in special teams DVOA. <laughs> so this is still one of the better teams in the league. I know they don't look sharp and they don't look good and they don't look like the juggernaut, but that's what Kansas City does. I, I think, you know, sometimes scores can be deceiving, you know, when they're putting up all these points. Kansas City is a team that, you know, is comfortable getting in a grinder game. They were in a grind, despite the fact they had a decent sized lead in the second half. They were in a grinder game with Miami. No doubt. Like that was right in their wheelhouse. Miami's not used to being in those games, and it showed. No, Kansas uh, City, much, they're much tougher uh, than I think people think and, on the and exterior. And they can be methodical, too. Yeah. They can, I know they see Mahomes, man, he can get in any angle and chuck it all over the yard. Kansas City can really be methodical and get into a type of game where they have to win a game 20-17, to 17, which is what the Bills did to a Monero head back on December 10th. All right, so we're going to talk uh, much more about some of those scenarios in the AFC. And also, again, coming up in the next hour, hour number three, Michael Duarte is going to join us. Tough one for the Rams. Their season comes to end. We'll discuss that, what went wrong for L.A. But you can cash those tickets if you had the Rams plus three. That's coming up in the next hour right here on The Lookout. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 